Welcome to the What The Beep Am I Doing Here podcast, where we talk about all the juicy topics to help you figure that out. You are here to do more than just tick society's boxes. Tune in. You are not alone. Let's figure this crazy life out together. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. Happy New Year. Are we not super excited to say goodbye to 2020? It is 2021. Everyone loves turning 21, don't they? So this is going to be a good year. You know what? It's just going to be another year. Whether it's good or not is really up to us. I'm going to be talking to you today about why New Year's resolutions don't work. Well, look, there is probably like a very small percentage of people that actually do work for, like 2% or something like that. The majority of people have given up their New Year's resolutions by the time it is February. And the reason being is because the New Year's resolution tends to come from a place of panic or fear. The year has ended, a new year has begun, and it's like, oh my God, what am I doing with my life? It's another year. I haven't done anything. I'm still living in the same house, still in the same job, still around the same people. Everything is still the same. Haven't done anything new. I know I need to make a new year's resolution. And so then you do it. And it's come from this place of fear that nothing's going to change and blah, 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 blah. And when you do things out of fear, that drive that you have initially, that fear that kind of pushes you, that doesn't last. If it does, you're going to have a very, very tired body because that's cortisol pushing you to do that. You know, it's like a high. Once the high drops down, when you know you get all motivated and you're like, yeah, I'm going to like do this. I'm going to change my life. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to start exercising. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to like go to a blah, blah, blah conference and be all like motivated, inspired and change my life and blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. (laughs) Good intentions, definitely good intentions. But most people do it and then they don't get the adequate support or they'll go and get a gym membership. I have read some statistic about gym memberships that like only 30% of people that have a gym membership actually use it on a weekly basis. Do you know how much money gyms are making by people who don't go? That's massive. It's huge. So... When you're looking at making New Year's resolutions, why? Why January? Why can't you make a a New Year's resolution in March? It's the beginning of a March New Year or an April New Year. You know, why January? It's because of a lot of hype around it. And I specifically don't reset my goals or do anything new in January for this reason because I'm – in general, I'm a bit of a rule breaker and I don't do what everyone else does because I just – I don't know (laughs) – Ever since I was a teenager, I'm like, oh, they're going left. I'm going to go right. <laughs> Don't really know why, but I do things that are that feel right for me, not because there's marketing around it, not because there's a whole bunch of people trying to sell me stuff at this particular time of year saying you should do this, you should do that. And like all the gyms jump on it. Oh, it's a new year, new you, like all that kind of marketing stuff. And, you know, they've probably got a lot of good intentions behind as well, but they know that this is the time of year where a lot of people start thinking about this kind of stuff. So they're like, we're going to capitalize on it. And I get that. Like I'm in a business and I want to capitalize as well on where people are at from a business perspective. But I also really, really want to help people. I'm not really interested in taking people's money and not getting results for them. And I'm fully aware that the majority of people who set New Year's resolutions don't actually achieve them. So... I'd like to maybe invite you to come up with a time that suits you in your year, in your life, whatever's going on for you, that you feel like would be a good time for you to start new things and reassess things. 
Because if you really want to implement new changes into your life, you need a plan. This is a huge reason why New Year's resolutions don't last because they don't have a plan. They set this goal and it's like living in, say, Sydney, Australia and wanting to go to Los Angeles. And it's like you stand in Sydney and you're like, my New Year's resolution is to go to LA. And then you just sit in your apartment and go to work and keep doing the same things. And it's like, what are you going to do to get there? Like you have to actually do something. So you have to set up a plan. It's not just going to happen overnight. You have to set up a plan. And if it's like a big thing that you want to do, like a lifestyle change or something like that, you need to onboard some help because chances are if you've tried to do this before and you failed, you need some help. The society that we live in, we have this stigma around asking for help. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Like I can't do what I do unless I have help. I have so much help. I like see so many people. I employ so like I don't employ heaps of people, but I employ people to help me do what I do. Like I'm not that. I'm not going to say, you know, I'm a mom with four kids and I do all this. No, I don't. I have a cleaner for my house. I have someone that produces my podcast. I have uh, an assistant that helps me with my blog and my business and my website and all that. I don't do it all myself. No way. No way. No one that is successful does. No one, despite what they tell you. Okay. So if you really want to achieve something, where can you get some help? What can you do? If it is fitness, maybe you need to get a personal trainer. And if you're like, well, that's too expensive. Well, maybe fitness goal needs to be, if you, if you have tried everything and you can't get your fitness in check and you know a personal trainer will keep you accountable in doing it, maybe you need to look at how can I generate the money to be able to afford that? So you need to go back a step. So thinking about what you actually need to do to achieve your goal. So goal setting, I've done a few podcasts on goal setting. Goal setting is really, really important. It is creating a map for you to get from destination A to destination B. And it is looking at all the little A.1, A.2, A.3, A.4s in between, okay? Because there's going to be the little in-betweens on your way to destination B. So there's going to be the stepping stone goals, on the way for you to achieve your desired goal, your short-term, long-term goal, whatever it is. But there are stepping stones in between that you're going to need to reach. So if you don't know how to goal set, if you don't know how to sit down and create a plan, I suggest you get some help to do that. So you find a mentor to help you do that. Maybe you've got a friend that can help you out. Maybe you've got someone that's in, anyone that's in a leadership role or a coaching role knows how to set goals. That, you know, not anyone that's in it, sorry, anyone that's successfully doing it. And has been for a while. They know how to set goals. So they could help you with that. Maybe you've got to invest. Maybe you can't afford like a full coaching package. But if you reached out to any coach and said, you know, I really just want to set some goals. Can I do like a strategy session with you for an hour? They'll give you their hourly price and they'll book in an hour with you and go over stuff. It could be the best money that you spend. So thinking of ways you can help people, you can reach out to people that are going to help you achieve your goals. Surround yourself with a team that is going to support you whether that is, you know, a family member or a friend or someone that you want to share your goal with that is going to cheerlead you. Now, if you haven't listened to my podcast episode on the importance of finding your tribe, please listen to that before you go and reach out to people or end the episode that is on protecting your dreams no matter what. Also go and listen to that episode because if you have a big goal that you want to achieve and you share it with a negative Nancy that hasn't done anything with their life and just like poo-poos anyone that has a dream or a goal – 
that's not the kind of cheerleader that you want, okay? You want someone that is going to like have your back, cheerlead you, say, this is amazing, you've got this, I'm there for you, like, what can I do to help? I'll I'll just listen to you, whatever it is. You want someone to keep you accountable. So maybe it's someone that you can do it together with, um, but you've both got to have the drive to do it. Don't commit to someone if you're just going to quit because that's not fair on them, okay? Which is why accountability buddies often work really well. So creating a plan, reaching out for help if you need it, and having someone to keep you accountable. All really, really huge steps that you can take in order to make any kind of resolution that you set at any time of year achievable, okay? If you really want to change your life or set like a resolution or whatever, you can't just say it and then expect it to happen. You have to be willing to do the work to put the steps in place and then achieve those steps in order to make your resolution come true. And you have to be aware as well, you don't have to be, but if you're aware, if you could be aware that in the early days, probably like the first month or whatever of you starting to do what you do, you're actually not going to be able to see much. And that's when motivation drops. So everyone's in January and they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this. This is amazing. And then after the end of January, they're like, oh, I don't have any results anymore. Oh, it's not fast enough. So I'm just going to quit because going back to my life that I was miserable with is such a better option than moving forward in direction to something that could fulfill me, even though I'm not getting results right this second. Zero logic behind that. But anyway, we don't want to bring any like common sense into a lot of this stuff. But if you do, bear with me. So if you're not checking society's boxes, what does life look like? Well, I'm glad you asked. Come find me on Instagram at Rosie Nerney. And if you're loving the podcast content, please share this podcast and tag me in your stories so I can come and say hi. So putting those steps in place will make you a lot more effective achieving what it is that you want to achieve. Okay. So there's a saying, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. If you keep surrounding yourself with the people that are doing what they're doing and they give you what they give you, that's what you're going to keep getting. So you have to be prepared to make big changes in your life and that can be scary. So again, getting support to help you do that. It is quite simple to do. It's not easy. It is very simple. Once you put the steps in place, it is quite simple, but it is not easy. So I will just prep you for that, I guess. But after that first month, when you haven't got the results that you're after yet, it can be really disheartening and you can want to jump off, which is again, why you have the support networks put in place so that that doesn't happen. And then it's like, I don't know if you've seen, there's graphics that I've seen on social media before of someone digging for diamonds and they're like digging and digging and digging and digging and digging and they give up probably before there's like three or four more digs before they actually hit the diamond. Or they're trying to climb up a mountain and they can't see the top and they're just about to reach the top and they're just like, oh, it's just too hard. And they turn back down when it's like, you know, 20 meters away from the top or something like that. It happens all the time. When it gets hard, that is your cue to push. It's not your cue to turn back. Okay, when it gets hard, that is your cue to push. Like for anyone out there that's listening to this that's given birth, okay, what do you do when the head is coming down and it's crowning? You're The first thing you say is, I don't want to do this anymore. I've had enough. Like, no, 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 no. Okay, it's time. And, and they talk about that when you do birthing classes. It's about you'll get to this point with a transition and you're going to want to stop at that point. That is just like the most amazing 
way that nature once again has delivered for us to learn what is really worth it is on the other side of that pain, of that push. Just one more push or maybe two more pushes and then you have a beautiful baby and it's done and the feeling that you have is so exhilarating, you know. To be fair, with birth, you don't have many other options. You can't suck it back in. So, you have to push it out. And that's the thing when it comes to, like, fitness or anything like that. You actually can turn around. You know, not like with birth. We don't get that option. (laughs) But you can turn around. Okay? But if you prime your headspace to be like, okay, I I actually know this is going to get harder. I know that in a month's time, I'm likely to jump off the bandwagon. What can I put in place now to help me do that? So, you know, when you're having a baby, you've got a support team around you. You've got the midwives and maybe or maybe not your partner or you've got a birth support person that is there cheering you on saying, you've got this, you've got this. That's the kind of people you need when you're ready to quit your goals, when you're ready to quit on your resolution. You need those people around you. Okay, so think about the kind of people that would help you with that and let them know what you want to do. Maybe maybe even it's like if it's a gym thing. I keep going to gyms, but I guess that's like a New Year's thing that a lot of people do. But anyway, maybe it's like the receptionist. Maybe you can't afford a personal trainer and you don't want to like do something different to like generate more income. Maybe it's the receptionist, okay? Maybe you can afford the gym membership, but that's all you can afford. Maybe it's just the receptionist. Maybe it's you just have a chat with the receptionist and say, look, random conversation, but I really have a resolution that I want to achieve. Can you help me? I can't afford a personal trainer right now. I can afford the gym membership. Please, can you just help me? Like, if I don't show up one week, can you call me? Like, have that conversation. You're paying them, right? So, if all the receptionist can do is give you a buzz and say, hey, you're not here. Get your butt here now. Like, enlist people around you to help you and you'll have a lot more success. And be really clear, too, on why you want that resolution. So, when we experience pain... I don't know why, but humans, like, it tends to have to be really painful before we'll actually do anything to change. But when we experience pain, it can be a turning point for a lot of us. So if you don't have, like, a big pain thing going on, right, but you can connect to that pain, it will help to propel you forward. So, for example, if you're wanting to lose weight and you feel like giving up, like you've been doing it for a month and you're like, oh my God, I've only lost five kilos. Like I can barely even see it. Like I've been going to the gym like three times a week and nothing's really happening. And you're like ready to give up. If you can connect yourself to a pain that will help you to not give up, it's really helpful. So, so for example, if you'd been bullied at school or bullied in the workplace or whatever around like your weight, or if you'd had some, just find something that's painful. I know, like it's probably not something that you really want to do, but find something that's painful. And then when you're ready to quit, think about that and think about what it would be like to prove that statement or that person or whatever wrong. So when I was flat broke, like I mean, living off a credit card in the red with three kids at the time, there was someone who made a comment to me when I had met my, um, when I was with my husband, we'd had our two older children to a previous relationship and then we had our first daughter together and there was someone that made a comment, even though I was at home, I was doing a little bit of beauty therapy from home, but I wasn't generating much money at all. That implied that I didn't work and that I was sponging off my husband who wasn't earning a lot of money at the time. So I'd I don't really, 
still don't really know where that came from. But anyway, and I've got pretty thick skin, right? I can handle a lot of stuff. And I have an incredibly strong work ethic. And to be told or to have that accusation thrown at me that I didn't work when I was in the beginning of building my network marketing business. So I was doing a lot of traveling. I was teaching at a lot of events. I was exhausting myself trying to kick off this new career in an industry that I swore I'd never be part of and doing something that I'd never done before. And to cop that comment at a time when I was earning no money as well, it really hit a pain point in me because I hated being accused of not working and not contributing and sponging off someone. Like I've been living out of home since I was 16. I've supported myself since then. And it really, really just triggered something in me. And I was like, I, and honestly, to this day, I am so grateful for it because I took that and it was like one of those comments where it just like replayed in my head. And I was like, I am going to show you how much I work, let me tell you. And so I wrote this, I plan like at the time I wrote it and I was going to post it on Facebook. When the time came, I didn't need to because I didn't need anyone else's validation. I, I knew within myself I did it and that's all I needed. But I wrote this post that I didn't publish and it was all about, you know, being bullied and people accusing you of things and saying that you're not doing things and what it feels like to get to the other side and prove them wrong and to not let anyone squish your dreams. So I wrote this big post and let me tell you, when I was building that in the beginning of that business, my God, did I come up against obstacle after obstacle after obstacle. It was like horrific sometimes and I wanted to quit several times. And that post that I wrote, every time I wanted to quit, I read that post. And on that post, I wrote... 18 months ago, someone accused me of ABC and I've just been paid this month and in my bank account went, I don't know, I think I put like 19000 It was like It was like a five-figure amount and it ended up, you have no idea how powerful setting intentions like that are and then following that with work. And it ended up being that that month, that, that amount of money, it did get dropped into my account and I went back and read it and I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. But I think it was short, like $30. And then I was like, oh, I still need $30. So, like, I'd, I was still doing a little bit of beauty therapy. <laughs> and so, like, I did, I did like, a wax or something. And then, anyway, I ended up being $20 over. And I was so proud of myself. And then I read that letter or that post back to myself. And I was like, I bloody did it. I did it. I did it. I'm not sponging. Like, it's wrong. Everything in that statement was wrong. And I was right. And I did it. And I pushed through it, despite the accusations, despite the judgment, despite the obstacles, I pushed through it. And every time I read that future post that I wrote, it motivated me to not quit. So, if you can connect to some kind of pain that you have experienced where someone's doubted you, bullied you, told you you can't do it, told you you're not enough. Think about the letter you would write them when you achieve what you want to achieve and go and write it. Write it and date it however many months time that you want to achieve your goal. Guys, just quickly, if you want to know what the beep I am doing here, check out my purpose at www.rosynerney.com and get your free Find Your Values e-course today. It's awesome. You're going to love it. This should make you feel really empowered and excited. If you're like, I'm like totally in this feeling right now and I feel so excited and empowered and I'm not even like doing it. (laughs) But I just, I know what that feeling like lit in me 
And if you can connect to that pain to help push you through, you will find it very difficult to quit. Reading something like that, that you have written for the future that you want to send, which you probably won't send because you will do the work. Like I did. I was like, I don't actually need to send it because what this other person thinks is relevant. It really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter because I didn't need to prove it to them. I proved it to myself. So, you know, having something like that and every time you want to quit, coming back to it, coming back to it, coming back to it over and over and over again, it will drive you. It really, really, really will drive you. Now, I don't think that everyone should constantly make decisions from pain and just from the place of proving people wrong. But if you're in a space where you've wanted to change something for a long time, where you've set a New Year's resolution and it hasn't happened and you're really, really struggling, I really recommend finding that and then pushing forward with it. What do you think marketing agencies do when they create ads? We've got to find people's pain points. We have to advertise to their pain points because then when they believe that we have the solution for their pain, they're going to come and buy from us. That's what marketing is. So, in the marketing world, everyone knows this. Grab your pain points. So, we can do this for ourselves though. We don't need to outsource that. We don't need some marketing company to sell us a product to outsource that. We can do that ourselves. It's finding the pain point within us. Write a letter to the person or the situation, whatever, in the future and then read it. Every time you feel like quitting, read it. Maybe it's a pain point. Maybe not someone else. Maybe it's just a doubt within yourself that you can attach to if you're a parent. Like maybe it's a letter you want to write to your kid and say to them, you know, when I was at the beginning of 2021, when I was doubting myself, I wrote you this letter and I told you that I'd finished working on my weight and that I transformed our meals at home and that we're eating. And I'm going to read you this letter in 12 months time. And all this is going to come true because I'm your mom and I love you. And this is a life that I'm giving you, you know, like something like that, like just dig for it, find it and write that letter so that anytime you want to quit, you can read that and you can remember why you're moving forward. Remember why the why like, oh, I hammer on about why's all the time. Remember the why it will push you forward. It will drive you. It will connect to you to things like you never realized possible before. So I've gone way over the time I usually do for my podcast, but I really got into that. And it's the beginning of a new year. It's the 21st year. So, you know, everything's going to be great, isn't it? <laughs> you know what? Let's just, we'll just roll with it. We'll just roll with it. The only person you can control is you. Your life, what's going on for you. Forget what else is going on around you, okay? Turn the bloody news off. Focus on you. You make your life amazing. That'll ripple into other people. So I hope I've given you some tips to help you have success with resolutions And if you do or if there's anything you want to share with me, please come and connect with me on my socials or jump on my website and shoot me an email. I can't wait to hear from you. Have an amazing rest of your day and I will catch you on the next episode of the podcast. So guys, shameless plug here because I would love, love, love you to help me help others figure out what the beep they are doing here. Please rate this podcast with five stars wherever you're listening. Thank you so much in advance. I am so grateful for your support.